1: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the podcast for the 21st century for military spouses, by military spouses, about military spouses and their world. Welcome to another edition of the critically acclaimed, always fresh, never-boring military spouse spouse. Here's your host, Susan Reynolds, and co-host, Dave Etter.
2: good morning everyone happy Wednesday almost done with August my co-host Dave uh, just had to update his computer I guess there's some massive update that just came out I know I need to do the same thing because mine wouldn't start the other day and it was acting super hinky and I was like what's going on with you laptop I mean I I am I recognize that I'm a jinx when it comes to electronic devices like I don't know if it you know, what's going on if I have like crazy fingers that do, you know, like weird keystrokes that I'm not paying attention to. I don't know. I, all I know is that I am a jinx. Okay. With electronics and electronic devices. I'm terrible. So um, yeah, there you have it. I am terrible. But today's show is going to take on not necessarily a solemn tone because I don't think that we need to be solemn. I think we need to be helpful. If, if you don't know what's happening down in Texas, and I'm I'm not sure where you've been the last few days, there is a massive hurricane that has hit Texas, Hurricane Harvey, which is actually my dad's name, which he was like, yay, a hurricane was named after me. And then he was like, boo, a hurricane was named after me. Look at all the destruction. And having been through myself a number of natural disasters, uh, lost my first time here in Fayetteville to a tornado. We went through Hurricane Matthew last year in October. Gosh, I've done Hurricane Bonnie, Hurricane Floyd, Hurricane Isabel. Gosh, I can't think of how many others I've done as a child as well. A number of natural disasters, number of them. Apparently, um, I like to live in hurricane areas, uh, in the Hampton Roads area here in, in North Carolina, and also in tornado areas here in North Carolina. And having been through these and having the experience of loss, seeing the suffering, seeing the pain and the destruction that comes with natural disasters like this, I, don't, I would not by any means say that I'm an expert, but I know what to look for because I've been through it a number of times. So I wanted to make sure we shared some great resources with you all. And Because I think it's important. The the downfall, and I'm going to just address this from the get-go, the thing that really, really makes me mad, the thing that gets under my skin, are the people who start to scam in these kinds of situations. We see that people have lost everything, and now you're trying to take what little they have left. They know they have to rebuild their homes. They know they're going to have to... Ask for FEMA assistance. They know they have to work with their insurance company. Their insurance company that is also getting a ton of calls. Hundreds, if not thousands, and in, in Houston, millions of calls in order to to help these families. And then some scam artist is gonna try to take what little they have left. Shame on you, scam artists. Shame on you. D, you're here. Hi. I'm a little I late. Love I'm you. sorry.
1: My computer okay. was rebooting. My computer was going through its own Harvey.
2: Yes, mine has to do the same thing today. I'm probably going to do that later on today. Um so oh, I'm talking okay. about the the people who like to scam in the in these natural disasters and I just publicly shamed them. Cuz you know, yeah. <laughs> Cuz that'll do a I lot. I don't think
1: that works. I don't think that 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 they they're still going to do what they oh, what they, they do. Will. It's
2: It's terrible. It's terrible. It's, I don't like it. I, again, I saw it here after the tornadoes. I saw it last year after Hurricane Matthew. Um, I've heard it's already happening down in Houston and in Texas. So, um, you know, I, just, I don't like that. There's one thing that's
1: really hard to do. Everybody that, that is thinking about uh, helping, they have it right in their heart. And yeah. they end up going down there, you know, they take their whole bunch of power tools, they've got themselves a generator on the back of a of a trailer, they want to go and help, they brought in all kinds of, you know, maybe drywall, whatever, lumber, and they want to go and they want to help. What differenti- differentiates them from the scam artists and in, in people's eyes, because there's nobody's going to trust you. Anyway, they're already nerves on edge. What you need to do is you need to get with somebody that's legitimate, like Red Cross or uh, any of the others that uh, Red Cross recognizes as valid. Yes.
2: Yes, exactly. Exactly. And, And I love that people have such good intentions. My parents went down to Gulfport, Mississippi after Hurricane Katrina. My dad helped rebuild homes through his church, and my stepmom did animal rescue. Cool. It was so cool. And they had a dog, and they found this little dog, and they actually named him Gulfport. And they called him (laughs) Gulfy for short. Yes. They brought home 50-plus dogs and cats to Edenton, North Carolina, and got them all home. Nice. Nice. It was so, so cute. Very cute.
1: And that's something that's actually going on right now for, for all of the Houston areas is the animals that had to be left behind. Not on, you know, not intentional. I mean, people will start going, Hey, 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 that's not fair. You should have thought about that when you got, well, come on, stop. Give me a break people. When you're, Thinking about getting out. That's what you're going to do. You're going to get out. If you can grab your pets. And you know. Instead of your kid. Then I'm going to question your brains. You should be grabbing your kid. Before you grab your pets. Because you can only carry so many things.
2: I remember. When we were stationed in Nebraska. And we had a pretty rough. Tornado season that year. And our housing unit did not come with a basement, but our neighbors, who were just seriously two houses over, they had a basement. And um, they had their three kids down there and everything like that. And Jeremy was watching the radar. This is the perks of being married to a weatherman. Watching the radar. And he saw something like this hook or something. I don't know. I, I don't speak weather. And he looked at me and he said, Go to the shelter now. Go to their basement right now. Go. And I went, oh, okay. And he goes, I've got the cat, right? <laughs> and uh, I was like, okay. And he comes down there with my baby kitty. That was her name, baby kitty. Actually, her real name was Madeline. I just always called her baby kitty. And um, and brought her in her little carrier. And the kids were so excited until they took one look at her and she was growling. And <laughs> I'll never forget. My friend's son saying, um, that's not a kitty in there, Miss Susan. You brought over a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no, I promise you, that's a kitty. He goes, what, a tiger kitty? <laughs> Three years old, out of the mouth of babes, you know? Yep. And um, it was hilarious. But it was really, really scary. I mean, we were lucky in Bellevue that the tornado skipped over us. But once it hit the river and then it went into Iowa, it was mass destruction, mass destruction. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, it gained traction again. Apparently, the system gained traction again by hitting the water. And then it just, you know, the funnel clouds came after that and just tore up parts of Iowa. It was really, really sad to see. And, and having been through this myself, as I started out the show saying a number of times, I, my heart is going out to Houston. I mean, I'm looking at that, that destruction and I'm I'm thinking about families here in my own neighborhood in Lumberton, North Carolina, which was pretty much wiped out last year after Hurricane Matthew. You know, um, it's really sad to see if these people have lost so much. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, out of the positive, you can always, because I'm, you know, you and I tend to be silver lining people. Out of all of this, there is this beautiful coming together, this neighbor-helping neighbor, and I love that, Dave. I mean, it's so good to see. This is what makes people so great, well, you that's know? What
1: Texan, that's the way Texans are. Uh, they're heavy-duty politics, heavy-duty redneck, you know, that. but uh, the minute there's anything happen in any neighborhood in Texas, neighbors drop all of those pretenses that, you know, they're... They, let's face it to be to, to to argue and to have drama is pretty much that that's why i think why they call it drama because it's damn entertaining but yeah
2: when
1: when you have a crisis in hand it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter what your leanings are it doesn't matter whether or not you are you know you have a moniker that uh, uh or a label that somebody's attached to you that's unsavory, you're going to start helping because it's a crisis. Yes. And and it just starts to happen. And around the world is doing the very same thing. I mean, like for instance, we've got in, uh, um, there's one page I'm at on Facebook that I use a lot. That's the Armed Forces Insurance MSOI Network Social Group. And it's it's pretty much close to anybody, to, to anybody that's not a military spouse of the year for their installation anywhere, anytime. So it's kind of a limited group, but these are shakers and movers and you, and they get ideas. Well, all kinds of numbers and things have been popping up and, and, When you said, let's do this show on Hurricane Harvey, I'm like, oh, heck, yeah, we can get this out there to the public. We can get these things out to the world, such as uh, here's one for if you've been affected by Hurricane Harvey, then just text the crisis text line. Uh, It's in Texas. It's uh, the, the, the number is seven, four, one, seven, four, one. If you text that, if you, if you bring up your messaging and you type those numbers in for a destination and then tell them, you know, what your, whatever it is that you, you know, I can't handle this. My, 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 my uh, uh, friends across the the, the city, I don't know where they're at and I haven't heard from them and they don't know what they're, I'm, I'm nervous. I don't know how to handle this they're there to help you because they're non-judgmental they're trained and they know how to get you the help that you need so uh, and I didn't know about that except when yeah. I got into this room uh, exactly. here's-
2: well and I remember that day after the tornadoes came through north came through Fayetteville six mm-hmm. years ago I remember as we were walking up to the police officer who had actually closed off the, the main street going into our neighborhood. And I mean, this was a major thoroughfare going onto both Fort Bragg and a number of neighborhoods. And I mean, they, it was pitch blackout and it was only, you know, eight, eight thirty at night, but of course all the electric, you know, all the electricity was out, all the power lines were down and everything. And I remember as we were walking up to the police officer, hearing this woman crying saying that she couldn't find her mother and I, I'm not gonna yeah. lie I started to cry too like it made me cry I went over there just to hug her and cry with her because I i could not imagine that feeling not knowing where your family was Mm-mm. because you know and and I just remembered thinking you know this is terrible we had been at my parents house that day just an hour away and all they did was lose electricity and get for two hours and get some rain. But our house was gone. We lost, Mm -hmm. we lost our home. And I mean, so, and we weren't the only ones that were in that situation. And uh, you know, it was just, it's a heart wrenching, it's a heart wrenching, awful experience. So we probably need to play our very first commercial. I haven't done that yet. Let's go ahead and do that. that. Okay, there okay, uh, we go. When I'm on base, Tony. I'm known as Staff Sergeant Cooper. That's but it. at home. Daddy! I'm known as Dad, and I wouldn't have it any other way. We know home is at the heart
1: of every military family. That's why we founded Armed Forces Insurance, to protect the property of our fellow servicemen and women. Call 1 800 633 2006 for a no obligation auto, home, or renter quote. Or visit www.afi.org. At Armed Forces Insurance. Our mission is you. Yep. And yeah. Armed Forces Insurance has got some great stuff. They, they they put out uh on their Facebook page, they put out something that I'm trying to see if I can find it real quick. I saved it because I it it really it really struck me as something that needed to be said. Um and it dealt with it dealt with insurance, but it you know, what can you say? It, yeah that's their job that's they they do commercial things like that yes but uh, let's get back to some some numbers you want to hear some numbers you want to hear something yes i do i
2: do and i also want to share some organizations out of fort hood and everything like that so let's get back to those numbers too okay
1: coast guard the coast guard is helping out as best as they can because remember an area is flooded so who better than to bring in somebody like you know well the, uh, the Navy or the Coast Guard. Or state. So anyway, one of our our good friends, uh, Mary Nelson, who is the 2017 Coast Guard Spouse of the Year for the entire Coast Guard, put out that there is uh, a, a point of contact for the Coast Guard if you would like to help them out. It is the chaplain's office in Louisiana. Uh, it's Commander Lynn Christensen, uh, U.S. Coast Guard District Eight Chaplain, uh, 500 Poydras Street. That's P-O-Y-D-R-A-S Street, Suite 1326 in New Orleans, Louisiana, 70130. <coughs> Excuse me about that. What they would like to see happen is it, for 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 help. If you feel the urge and the need to help. What you can do is you can send uh, um, gift cards. Don't send anything. uh, Don't send actual like like one of the things that's needed right now for uh, first uh, first responders is they need underwear. They need socks. They need uh, undershirts. They need uh, deodorants. They need cleaning supplies, toiletries because they've been out there trying to help people right and left, and they haven't had a chance to do any hygiene, personal hygiene. So how can the Coast Guard help those, help first responders? If you send store-specific card of $20 or less to like Walmart or CVS or Target or Home Depot or Lotus or whatever, Yes, if you get if you pick up one of those cards, 20 dollars $20 or left, and mail it to the the Coast Guard in Louisiana, they can get them to people, and it's easy to carry those and hand them to a first responder who's like, man, I haven't had a bath for, I haven't had a shower in such a long time. Well, here let's see, here's a target uh, target card, and there's a target over in. Uh, over towards uh, San Antonio where you can use that and go get you some, um, you know, whatever's that's an easy way see, to help.
2: That is, see, that is some of the most helpful stuff is that people, because the water has been shut down, electricity I'm sure isn't working in Everything. most of the area. Yeah. yeah. And food is now scarce. And I read just yesterday that the water now is starting to like, they're finding bacteria in all the flood water. So be careful when wading through that water, and don't go swimming in that nonsense either. Okay? No, no.
1: Oh, please do not. Did you see one of those reports that was coming out there about what is floating in the water in there? You got to yeah, remember. Yeah, it was gross. I almost threw up. No, this portion. Oh, worse than that. Worse than that. Yeah. And and you have to watch nature shows to know what I'm talking about, uh, because you see it in the nature shows fire ants yeah the ant.
2: fire ants that was fire the other thing i saw was that you have everywhere. to be careful because this is how they this is how fire ants enjoy moving around anyways in their big colonies they, is they like to float through the water they, and i thought you've got to be kidding me that is water dumb. will not
1: water will not kill fire ants water yeah. water does not kill fire ants because they because that the their particular group mentality how they work together as a team and they they swarm and they become a large lump; they are buoyant and thus they float through the water yes. and if if an If an ant is starting to drown, they'll change places with another ant that's got a good breath of fresh air and yes. and get to where it can breathe. Those ants are alive, and they're angry and Yes, you they think, are. oh look at this this is this looks like a nice warm fuzzy something out in the water and you don't think anything of it because it doesn't look like it's sharp and dangerous and you wade right through it next thing you know you are covered with fire ants and heaven forbid you should be allergic to fire ants exactly exactly so
2: please do not go swimming and wading and hanging out in this water it is one full of fire ants in certain places but two The bacteria and the debris in the water is just as dangerous. I saw this morning a call uh, put out for medical practitioners, doctors, Mm -hmm. nurses, everything, because they actually have such a huge shortage. Don't add to that, people, because you thought it would be fun to go swimming in the gross water. Okay? Don't add to that. Stay in dry land Help. By making sure not only your family, but maybe the family sitting next to you and the family sitting next to them is okay, but don't get out in this water. It is very dangerous. Personal very dangerous. Going,
1: personally, going down there and helping out also is not a good idea because we I are love talking flood.
2: A, yeah, I love seeing all the people who are going down there with their boats, and I think I saw that picture and I was at, yesterday, well, the video of all the people. On the interstate with all their boats. I mean, there must have been 50 to 100 cars pulling boats, RVs, you name it. And I thought, good gravy. That is wonderful. Because I'm sure they have a shortage of boats right now doing search and rescue. But please be careful.
1: I think what they have a shortage of on lines as far as boats are concerned, canoes, kayaks, those do not help. No, Um, they don't. Regular rowboats, where you know, like you go out fishing, a, a, a two-seater usually, where you fish on either side of the boat. has got a little single motor in the back, and you— that's not yeah, going yeah. to help. What you no. need is a flat boat, like a pontoon. I'm going say to
2: pontoon, Dave.
1: Huh?
2: I said, I'm carrying a pontoon. You're in my head. Yeah, po-
1: pontoons because they're they're contained, sealed tubes with a platform on them. I saw yeah. too many. I was watching CBSN because here in Germany, that's about the best way I can do it. Is uh, CBSN streams 24 hours a day and it does not have geographic restrictions. So I get it here in Germany. And I was watching this as it was unfolding. I was watching the flood rotters rise. I watched one of those small boats, one of those regular fishing type boats, the kind that you put on top of your pickup truck and you go to a lake and you go fish on.
2: Yeah,
1: I saw that loaded up with with four people and as much of their belongings as they possibly could, no motor on the back. They were being towed by another boat that had a motor. And because of the, the current, it pushed them into a, a, a pole, a street sign. And the guy with the motor, he shifted the motor around, trying to get, uh, trying to maneuver the, the power around the thing. And it got, got clipped underneath the towing, the, the, the towed boat, and capsized it. That family Holy lost emo. their. That family lost their belongings, and they almost lost their lives. The, and what could have stopped that is is if the boat had been a flatter bottom. Yes. So yes. if you've got a boat and you want to take it try to take your boats that have the flat bottoms the kind of like the party boats and all that way you can put people on it. They can bring some of their, they, they can bring their, their, their pets. They can bring whatever it is they think they need to bring. Uh, and folks, if, if you are listening to this because we're internet because you can pick us up on your phone and you're worried about your belongings, don't worry about your belongings. Just start making a list of what you had because the insurance companies will be able to replace everything that you've lost, except for the heavily sentimental things. And even so, the heavily sentimental things, eh, It's it sounds, okay.
2: You're just going to have to it be okay cool with that. Calloused.
1: You have to be alive to be sentimental. So yep. go with life and safety first.
2: Exactly. I wanted to give a shout out, though, to a couple of organizations that I really see and businesses really stepping up. There is a furniture store in Houston called Gallery Furniture that actually opened their doors for everyone. And they are having some of our National Guardsmen and women sleep there just so they can have a place to put their head. Because the National Guard has been working around the clock, like the Coast Guard. The National Guard has been working around the clock. Yes. To rescue people, to help. This is this is the beauty of our citizens. We say citizen soldier, but there's also airmen there too. So our citizen service members. This is what they do. They they help take care of people in these times of crisis. And so the Gallery Furniture Store. I actually just posted a picture of what they've been doing onto the Spouse Spouts Facebook page. Make sure y'all go. And give them a shout out and say thank you for opening their doors and their, their business to allow people refuge. Because that's a yes. big deal. Yes. Just to be able to sit and feed your baby or to just take a moment to just regroup. I, I remember standing there in the middle of our yard where there, were, where there used to be about 12 to 13 trees and there were no more trees because half of them ended up on the roof of my house. Um, and just standing there holding my son when he was about seven months old and, and this just feeling overwhelmed. I didn't even know where to start, Dave. I didn't even know what to do next. I just, I just stood there. I mean, completely gripped by fear and just mm-hmm. this overwhelming, this, that feeling was so overwhelming. I really could not do anything. I was just frozen. And my husband kept on rubbing my back, and he was like, "We got to go in and see what we can, what we can salvage, and we got to go in and see what we can, what we can do." And I mm-hmm. looked at him, and I'll never forget. I said this: "I'm like, you're supposed to deploy tomorrow." And he goes, "Yeah, hmm. we're gonna have to work on that too."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that comes and, after. Now, yeah. for those, I put out also on, on that, that particular page that I was telling you about, uh, the uh, Armed Forces Insurance MSOE Networking Social Group, I put out a call for people to help um, two days ago with the idea that since we military spouses are are used to building up kits for our, our loved ones over in the sandbox because they're deployed, and to, to, to take that effort, to take that that uh, um, push, and to create boxes to send to people that have been displaced because of the hurricane, because of the flooding. Yeah. Um, the things to be added in there. Uh, somebody came up with a really nice list. Uh, Dan Trees did. It was yeah, uh, the donations that were needed was sweaters and sweatshirts because most of them left without clothes. Uh, yeah, and now they're cold. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And socks, packaged food, make sure it is the the, the expiration date is like many years out, you know, like Twinkies. Um, No, not Twinkies.
2: Not,
1: not, well, yeah, maybe Twinkies. I like Twinkies. Uh, Blankets, pillows, towels, diapers, definitely diapers, and formula. Put bottles. types of formula, the ones that like that that's uh um, non dairy as well. Yeah. Um
2: yes. make bottles. Sure that
1: you put in, in bottles their bottles, for the
2: bottles. Mm-hmm.
1: Toothbrushes and toothpaste, ready to eat food, things that you just have to peel open, spam, Vienna sausages, um it, things that, that that when they open up the box they can chow down right then and there. Yeah. That would be exactly. Great. Comfort so, kits and first aid supplies. Oh, What's that? Sorry, Dave. Okay. There's still more. I'm sorry. medical Medical gloves. Now, what they mean yes. by the medical gloves is those, uh, the ones that you, you you pop over your hands and, you know, you yeah, have a, yeah. a sterile. If, that way, if you handle something that is not sterile, but you don't have, I mean, somebody asked that question to me on a different page. They said, why are people wanting medical gloves out there? It's quite simple. When you're handling things, you have no idea whether or not it's sanitary or not, and that is a concern to you, and you don't have a hand sanitizer handy, because probably you don't. You left your house in a hurry. Having these surgical gloves, you could pop those on, handle what it is you need to, pop them off, and dispose of them. Done. Yes, exactly. Uh, it's, it's, the, the use is amazing. Uh, feminine and products. And the
2: contamination, again, the contamination yeah. from this... From this flood water is going to be bad. So, having yes. those kinds of surgical gloves and probably the masks too um, will help as well, especially once the water starts to go away and mold starts to set in.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, these specific, oh, and shampoo and conditioner, of course, yes. always the travel size. I would add to that hand sanitizer, obviously, a little bottle Heck of hand yeah. sanitizer, but makeup kits that contain these things and there is a specific shelter that came in mind that is necessary because it is holding a large 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 chunk of people and was one of the very first shelters that opened up and that was the george r brown convention center in houston yes
2: i thought about i thought about that immediately so now here's
1: what you can do to make sure it gets there because you're going how you get it transported there is going to be fun, but what you can you can get people to take it for you. But exactly. take with a black ink marker, seal it up with a with with tape, uh, a, a, seal it up with tape, and then with a black ink marker in big letters, put in that uh, put down that it is a uh, a comfort kit for, and then and the address one zero zero one, Avendias, des los americanos
2: you might want houston, to spell that Texas.
1: i will uh, okay. it's, it's Ave, avenue of the americas but how they spell it out in houston is they spell it out in spanish so it's a-v-e-n and i'm sorry a-v-e-i-n-d-a-s next word okay. is des d-e-s next word is las l-a-s and then americas a-m-e-r ICAS in Houston, Texas 77003 that way the kit can be handed off to whoever can get it closer and it gets to the convention center and when it gets to the convention center they go, oh, it's a comfort kit they put it in with the other comfort kits and then that way the the displaced people can come going, I need a comfort kit boom,
2: got it well, and Dave, we can post that information on the Spouse Spouts page, too. That's true. Or Dan yeah. Trees could send that over to
1: to us. That would be awesome, too. She's yes. the one to put that out there.
2: Yeah, uh, so we'll get Dan Trees to send us that information so we can put that on the Spouse Spouts page. Also, I wanted to give a, a shout-out to a couple of military spouses who are doing quite a bit in the area. Uh, there is – where did I just have the article? Maria. Who is actually at Fort Hood. Maria Moore? Maria Mola. Reed. She's been an Army wife oh, for Reed. 14 yes. years. She does Moving with the Military. It's a home improvement right. web series. And she survived Hurricane Andrew, which I remember that one, too, hearing all about that one and seeing the devastation after Hurricane Andrew. That was terrible. That was another mm-hmm. terrible one. Um, she went to her base as Protestant Women of the Chapel, and they created a physical a drop-off point for physical items that are badly needed. And so they named the event Operation Mill Spouses Unite. And so you can get in touch with Maria. I'm going to post this article as well because it has all of her contact information. And you can get in touch with Maria. And we mm-hmm. just had her email address. Here it is. It's Maria. At movingwiththemilitary.com, and you can Mm -hmm. send all donations donation inquiries to Maria, and she's there. She is ready to help, and she's ready to go, and it's amazing to see what she's doing. She's not the only one.
0: Mm -mm. Brittany Bacher
2: and her company, Mason Chicks, they Mm -hmm. have started. They actually put together some T-shirts that people can buy, and they're raising funds to make a donation to... Families in that area, and her her co business owner is actually from Rockport, Texas, which is also underwater. Oh my! Yeah, so of course all the coastal towns are underwater. Rockport being one of them. Brittany is from Houston originally, and um, so she's you know this is this is her home. You know this is her home. This is this and uh, Dee is actually in Houston because we have a Navy contingency there. Mm-hmm, so we have military mm-hmm. families who are stationed in the Houston area that are underwater they too could have lost their homes. So we have military spouses stepping up and making a huge huge difference. The other group I absolutely love which was started by veterans is Team Rubicon. Yes. I love Team, Team Rubicon. Rubicon. Yep. Love them. Love them. I cannot I'm not try, you know, we always try to be careful with endorsing organizations and everything like that. I don't care. I I'm not going to shy away from my love for Team Rubicon because I love what they do. Uh these veterans came home from some deployments, they did their they served their time, they got out and then the the Haiti then then Haiti. And they went down there and started to help and just start making Making a difference, and now they do this all over the world, and it's amazing to see. And I am proud to see them continue to serve in a different way. But they are continuing to serve. And Team Rubicon's website for Harvey relief is impressive, and this too will also be shared on the Spouse Spouts Facebook page. Nice, nice. I am, I, yeah. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm. I am i i am i can not get over the outpouring of love and help. Here's you know, something else
1: to throw into your, into your kits. If you're making kits to go out there, go down to like, I don't know, uh, for, for here, for me, it would be go down to the commissary and buy the really cheap Ziploc snack bags.
2: Oh gosh, they're, those are so helpful. Everything is like, soaking what You need a bag.
1: They're, like, half size, so you, you put, like, your pencils and things like that in there, or, you know, the, you, can all, you want to divvy out the snacks to the kids, but you're afraid they're going to drop them in the water or something, you put it in a Ziploc bag.
2: Zip, Heck, yeah.
1: Or, or you know, they, they, they snap, it snaps together. But Ziploc bags, and of all sizes, up to a gallon, are, I use, when I go backpacking with my kids, uh, with Boy Scouts, everything I take. Everything I take, with the exception of the sleeping bag, uh, goes into gallon Ziploc bags because you can yes. squeeze the air out and it packs smaller. But that's why I do it. But they they stay dry. They are lifesavers. So that and a and to and take and send a sharpie, a black sharpie, so that people can write on things.
2: Yeah, that was the other thing I noticed. Right after, like, we were able to get into the house. We started to assess the damage. And I kept on looking up at the ceiling just to see how severe the damage was, right? And I looked at the ceiling in every single room. Every single room had a large brown spot from where water had come in because it took, we had rain for two days, right? We had, so we had the rain, The with you know, the rain with the tornadoes. The tornado, and then it didn't stop raining, right? And so I kept looking up at the ceilings in the rooms, noticing the water damage in every room. And I, I looked at my husband and I said, "Those, that's that damage is going to continue to get worse, which makes the house unlivable now. Even if we wanted to try to stay in here, they, they have to do a complete repair." Not just with the roof and everything, but just complete repairs because we had windows that broke out, too. And so there was glass and debris all in the house. And um, But the one thing I could not find in the midst of all of that was I needed a piece of paper and a pencil to start writing things down. Yes. I was putting together my mental list but again i was so emotionally overwhelmed that i had to write things down mm-hmm. because i knew i was going to forget something yep. so sending a little uh, this will sound crazy to people but sending a little notebook with something to write with also helps these families because they have mm-hmm. to start the process of recovery and that means they need to write down phone numbers. And while having a phone is great, if you don't have electricity and your phone dies, you're a little out of luck. You know? So you might have to go old school again and bust out the paper and the pencil.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, here's
2: some other things
1: that uh, could go inside the kits that are very handy. Um, travel size gold bond powder eliminates chapping. and yeah. Or- or um, um, chafing. Wet doesn't floors, it help out with your feet your skin. too? Gold bond is really good for just about everything. It can be used as a deodorant of such, but it's not so much a deodorant, but an antiperspirant. Uh, but on the opposite side, it doesn't prevent sweating, but it, it absorbs the sweating and it smells better. Makes you smell a little bit better. Uh, yeah. Wipes, toilet wipes or baby yeah. wipes. Get, matter just get some of those lysol antibacterial wipes that works too um, electrolyte tablets absolutely important because when you're just drinking water you're not getting your electrolytes and you know electrolytes are necessary to 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 keep you your body uh, actively working correct um, airborne chewable tablets, raw nuts and baggies uh, let's see what is this um, Witch Havel travel wipes. You know, which Havel travel wipes. Witch hazel? Witch hazel, yeah. Did I say hazel? I meant to say yes. hazel.
2: Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, Witch hazel travel. Uh, for the, anybody that does not know what Witch hazel does, is because awesome. it's done into very small quantities, it is a pain reliever. And it is amazing. You, you you bump up to something, you got yourself a bruise, but you need to clean up. Also, take a witch hazel wipe and clean that area, and it'll also make the pain go away. <laughs> I use it for bruising. I know other people use them for various other reasons. Uh, most often, can, can, uh, are, um, hemorrhoids come to mind, but uh, I found because hit witch hazel itself is eliminates pain. That's amazing stuff. Those wipes are great. Uh, let's see. Chapstick. I almost forgot about chapstick. Now that the now that the rains, well, maybe the rains will subside today, maybe tomorrow. No, the rains aren't going to subside until Friday.
2: I hope so. They, that rain needs to stop.
1: Well, here's something that's really scary and it's going to happen. Mosquitoes.
2: Yes, I was thinking that, too. We had bad mosquitoes last year here after Matthew. They were terrible. Yeah. I thought they were going to take us away. Yep. So, they are terrible. So, you know,
1: bug spray, sunscreen. Um, Ma- uh, uh, Mary sent a little note out to us uh, that said also that, that after Katrina, the Coast Guard that helped out there, they got sick from the stagnant from- water spray, yes. from the rotor wash, from the boats. So they're trying to prepare with better, uh, be better prepared with things such as antibacterial wipes that can keep that they can keep with them, and if they get sprayed by the water, if they have to get in the water to get off, they get out. They can clean up, dry up, and then wipe down with antibacterial uh, wipes. Such a smart idea. Thank you, Mary. Thank you.
2: <laughs> I know. Thanks, Mary. Yeah, I'm in the process of uh, copying and pasting this information that Mary gave us. It's, oh, okay, great. Oops, I almost dropped my microphone. Again, it goes back to, you know, <laughs> I'm like, what just happened? Um, it goes back to stay out of this water, first of all. It's dirty, nasty flood water, okay? It's dirty. Stay out of yeah. the water, okay? I was dumb, okay? I'm going to tell you a story of about when I was dumb, okay? So here's a Susan Dumb story. I'm not sure I want to hear
1: you being dumb. A,
2: Well, it was, it's a good story, right? So, and it's a funny story. And I think we need to find laughter in all of this too, because there's a lot of tragedy happening and you just have to laugh every now and then. So when I was in college, we had hurricane Floyd come through the Hampton roads area. Right. And I will never Uh forget. I was sitting in my 11 o'clock Monday, Wednesday, Friday psychology class. And my professor looks out the window and she says, well, They haven't called to shut down the campus yet, but I'm going to let y'all go home because that's looking pretty deep out there already. I think that parking lot is flooded. Mm -hmm. And she said, go home until further notice. You are excused from all of my classes, and I'll let the other professors know what's going on, um, and we will excuse you from classes this week, right? And I went, oh, cool, awesome. So I drive home and yes, Hampton Roads, the, the area around Old Dominion, of course, was already flooding because it's at sea level. And there's also the Elizabeth River right behind the college campus and it's flooding already. And, um, you know, so I get home, I get to my apartment, which was fortunately on a magically a little bit higher ground in that area. It was, it was seriously just dumb luck. I get to my apartment, I stock up on a couple of things, but you got to remember I was in my twenties. So my version of stocking up back then was beer, chips, peanut butter and jelly
1: and cigarettes. This
2: is when I used to smoke. So those were the things that I stocked up on, right? Beer and chips. (laughs) Okay. Later on that day. Now, it has started to really flood. But I had an overpass and I had an underpass near me that was completely flooded out, right? And and the water wasn't getting any higher, thank goodness. And I was very mm-hmm. happy about that. So, again, my apartment and where I had parked my car was, was safe. The only thing we had to worry about were trees, of course, and tree limbs coming down and knocking things out. So I get a call from my buddy and he's like, hey, can you get over to my apartment? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, why? He goes, because we're flooded over here and we're going to canoe to the fraternity house and they're having a hurricane party. And I was like, awesome. Awesome. This is great. (laughs) And we canoed over (laughs) over to this party where that area of the campus was seriously in chest deep water. Okay, like wow. everything, like people's cars were all underwater and everything like that, and we're swimming around in the water, right? We're just dancing out in the, we're having the best old time because it's three o'clock in the afternoon, it's pitch black out, there's a hurricane, and we were all drinking beer and we didn't care, okay? Because mm-hmm. we were in our twenties and we we're in college and we were dumb. It was, of course, a really great time, but I got to tell you something. You couldn't pay me to be that dumb again. Okay. Like, you could not pay me to go through and swim in that nasty water that came out yeah. from the Elizabeth River because it was a Heck really no. polluted river.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, uh, uh I couldn't, no, uh, uh.
2: yeah. Mm. You could not pay me to be that dumb again. Okay. And I'm not kidding. Uh, It was, seriously, it's one of the most fun stories I have about my early 20s and being in college, but holy bananas, that was not smart, not smart at all. Because I, and seriously, I'm surprised that I am not, like, deathly ill from swimming around in that nasty water. Um, When the eye of the hurricane actually went over us, right, and all of a sudden it stopped raining and it got sunny and you could hear birds chirping, yeah, we all were like, this is so cool, and we started singing End of the World <laughs> by R.E.M., right? And We were all out there yeah. singing, and like, you know. I had a friend who was doing TED sands on his porch, and I was like, oh, my God. You know, but again, we were stupid. You can't do that now. These storms are so destructive, and the pollutants in the water are so nasty, and it's just dumb. Don't do what I did. Don't be dumb. Guess who we have that's at the door waiting to come in? That are married. Yay! Hi, guys. <laughs> I hope she just heard me talk about how you don't need to be dumb.
0: <laughs> no, I, I, I did. I actually was trying to wait to call in because I was listening to your Floyd story because I lived in Eastern North Carolina during Floyd, and holy cow, I remember that like it was yesterday too.
2: Yeah, yeah. But oh. don't be dumb like I was. No. Okay, in college, don't be stupid and <laughs> dumb.
0: That's what I tell people.
2: So, <laughs> oh, Mary, do that. I totally don't get it. Boy.
1: Barry, you are very closely involved with the Coast Guard. Tell us, how can we, we as concerned and wanting to help military spouses, what can we do to help the Coast Guard and anybody else, any of the, how how can we help?
0: Uh How can you help? Well, I've been trying to share uh, our ombudsman at large, uh, Fran. Danino's uncomfortable. I've been trying to share her posts because obviously her stuff comes from the top of the chain. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I, like I heard you say before I was, it was great to hear you say they're accepting donation in gift card format. Uh, It cannot be visa or American express or anything like that. And it has to be $20 or below. Um, And that's going to be going to help out the coast guard families that have been displaced. Um, that are that live in that area right now, and um, but I, I don't know if you were able to add this or not. So I guess it can't hurt to repeat. Um, is the Coast Guard Mutual Assistance um, Fund is actually on the ground now, and they are accepting donations. And a lot of people, what they don't realize is that when you apply for it, it is it's it's kind of set up like a loan. Um, but after they give it to you, they encourage you to actually turn around and you fill out the form so it gets transitioned into a grant. And so I was actually reading about that this morning, and they were saying that uh, all of they did, this is how they did it in Katrina, and they were actually, they transitioned, I don't know what the percentage was, but it was almost every single person that applied for a CGMA uh, loan ended up transitioning straight to a grant so it was not money that essentially had to be paid back um, because they just want to help and so that's the official nonprofit um, that we can that we can donate to to help our our families um, for us we're everybody's kind of scrambling right now obviously because everybody wants to help Um, but there's, there's so much that's needed, but again, like you said, you can't just send supplies and expect them to get where they need to go. Um, so for us, we're just trying to keep our ears open as Coast Guard spouses. And, uh, when you find out, if you find out as, as a military spouse, that there is a plane leaving from your area heading to, uh, where there are going to be first responders, because we're, we're constantly sending out crews, um, They're emptying practically some of our stations and sending them over uh, and have been every single day. They've sent more and more crews uh, from from all of the aviation, from all of the air stations throughout the United States. But, um, like, for us, they they called us last night and uh, just kind of said, hey, this is when we've got a plane going. And as spouses, we are allowed to donate – we were allowed to donate – Powerade, Gatorade, you know, sports drinks and um, they were even asking for sodas because unfortunately we had gotten word yesterday that, that the crews were pretty much surviving on Kool-Aid down there um, and and that's that's about it. So uh, so we rallied together and got some uh, protein bars like I said, I, you know, you did a great job forwarding the list but I, I think it's important that we all stay uh, in tune with what's going on. I, you know, I know we all have our lives elsewhere in the country but people, first responders from all over the country are going to help. And I think it's important that the American people continue to stay connected and um, and, and follow these these uh, pages and these posts that you guys are, are so great to share and uh, and stay on top of them. And as soon as yep. new um, updates are listed, just jump on them and, and send stuff when you can.
1: Yep, yep. Now, for those that are actually affected, Uh, there's some, some information that's been put out. If you're listening to us, uh, from your cell phones or your tablets, if you still have power as the case may be, I know there's a lot of people that, 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 you know, especially in the Houston area, they, they toy around with solar power. So there might be able to get some recharges done on some of your phones, but Hey, if you're in a situation where you need to pass, pass on information as to how you are, are doing, don't use social media. Yes, they actually
2: have people to call.
1: Yeah, stay, stay calm. Don't panic. Don't go into the attic. Rescuers cannot see you if they're trying to rescue you from the air. You do need to get to high ground. Uh, waters will continue to rise for the next few days as well. I know I've heard reports of people where their houses are completely underwater now. But if you're on the roof, you need to find a way to mark it. Get something white up there and like a big giant white cross so it can be seen from, from way up high and they can come and zero in on you and get you saved. But please don't put anything on to social media. Here's some numbers that you can use to get information and if you want to check on somebody that you think might be in the area, there's a, a website called safe and well dot slash z f that's zebra foxtrot slash safe slash add. This is a website that allows family members to view safe and well statuses online and it is a an official place uh, from the state of Texas, in which that then it's it's regulated, it's not hyper hyper used, and you don't end up getting trolls all over it. Uh, state family programs that you can call, toll free hotlines, 800 252 8032 for English. If you want Spanish, 800 443 2124. Of course, there's the American Red Cross. The Houston chapter for the American Red Cross is 713-526-8300. Corpus Christi has a chapter. It is 361-877-9991. FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Association, uh, uh, administration, I'm sorry, you can register how you can help and how you want to help with them. And that is the way in which you will be authenticated and can go into these sites and help out to register online with FEMA, www.fema.gov. Or call Dave, for the special. Yes.
2: Can I add a quick thing here about FEMA? Sure. After the tornadoes came through Fayetteville in 2011... People went door to door to people's damaged homes claiming to be FEMA and asking for all of your information. FEMA does not go door to door. FEMA does not. You have to go to a FEMA location. If someone comes to your door claiming to be FEMA, asking for your information, it is a scam and you need to report them to the police.
1: Well, what, wasn't, wasn't it FEMA that goes through and puts the big X on the on the wall with uh, how many people are in I there? I have how no many...
2: idea who does that. I thought I thought that was actually the police and search and rescue.
1: Well, I, I'm pretty sure search and rescue uses it, but I thought it was FEMA that went through and knocked on the doors to ask the questions to make the marks so that people so that. When the, the rescue boats came through, they knew who had been seen. I'm not sure. I'm gonna have to, have to, I have
2: seen. no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I You know, I never thought about that. But, hey, can we do a quick commercial relief really fast before we have to wrap up the show?
1: Well, let me give out this FEMA-Houston special oh, yeah, yeah, needs yeah, sorry. number real quick.
2: Sorry. Uh, oh.
1: FEMA-Houston special needs, and that's for those that, that have those special needs, like you're in a wheelchair bound or, you know, you like you've, you've got uh, – Uh, Breathing uh, reasons or your oxygen's low, whatever. FEMA Houston special needs is 713-884-4408. And of course, Texas has that hotline, that 211. You can register for a ride for special needs services, get information on shelter hubs uh, and openings uh, or you can do that online as well. www.211texas.org slash 211 slash home.do Let's do a commercial. Let me get to the commercial. When I'm in the fleet, I'm known as Petty Officer Lopez. But at home... Honey,
0: can you get this down for me?
1: I'm just Tony, and that's fine with me. We know home is at the heart of every military family. That's why we founded Armed Forces Insurance, to protect the property of our fellow servicemen and women. Call 1-800-633-2006 for a no-obligation auto, home, or renter quote, or visit www.afi.org. At Armed Forces Insurance, our mission is you. Outstanding. Thank you, AFI. Uh, that list that I gave out for important contacts within the state of, uh, state of Texas for the Houston area, that list came from Alicia Hines Ward. Our, she was what 2011 military yeah,
2: 2013.
1: 2013. 2013 military. Yep. Yes. Amazing, amazing, amazing stuff. We get great information.
2: Great yes, information. We do. Well, as we are in the last couple of minutes of our show, I just want to say to everybody in Texas, please stay safe. Stay indoors if you are safely inside. Uh, But be a good neighbor at the same time. And uh, my thoughts and prayers are with everyone, especially our Coast Guard and our National Guard, our first responders, just the good Samaritans out there. You know, it's, it's, again, it's tragic what's happening, but it's beautiful to see people Mm -hmm. step up. And the outpour of love is just, I mean, I'm sitting here getting weepy looking at all the stories all the time of these good Samaritans i mean i'm i' I've got to stop because I'm a blubbering mess, but i'm so, <laughs> I'm so thankful to see you know these people yep. you know help now and and
1: folks and those of you that are listening to this, if you find the information we gave useful, pass the link on so that other people can listen to it and and jot down the information as well uh because the, the, the information cannot be overspread. You cannot get this out there too much. You, yeah, you can't can. have too much supplies at the end of the end of the the disaster. Of course, I mean, as so many of the other disasters have shown, the outpouring of help left a lot of extra stuff laying around that they couldn't even yeah. give away. But that's a good thing. Yes, it is. So get these numbers out to people. Get these contacts out to people. Share this podcast
2: yes thank you dave for the awesome information mary thank you for your phenomenal information too and everyone out there stay safe and just try to have as great of a day as possible and we love you all very much stay safe see ya
1: we hope you've enjoyed this edition of the only podcast worthy of all military spouses, Spouse Spouse, with Susan Reynolds and Dave Edder. May the rest of your day, your week, your you time be better time after spending this time with us. Until next time, coffee on.